This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Betty Chen. Taiwan reported 21 local cases and 43 imported cases of COVID-19 on Thursday. 13 of the new local cases were from clusters in the northern city of Taoyuan, and the remaining eight were linked to the harbor in the southern city of Kaohsiung. Health officials say the Kaohsiung cases were all traceable and their virus sequence had not been found elsewhere in Taiwan. But with the Lunar New Year holidays almost upon us, authorities are advising the public to keep vigilant. James Trader reports. With the biggest holiday of the year approaching, health officials in Taiwan are weighing up how best to balance stopping the spread of COVID-19 with restrictions on daily life. Of the 46 local cases reported on Wednesday, 14 of them came from a cluster in the northern city of Taoyuan, where many of those infected said they had eaten at a hot pot restaurant in the Bada district of the city. The discovery led to new guidelines for dining out in Taoyuan, which include cutting restaurant capacity by half and mandating customers to wear a mask when they leave their table. On Thursday, Taoyuan's mayor reassured the public that there were no plans to ban restaurant dining outright. And that's a sentiment echoed by the central government. In keeping with efforts to minimize the impact on people's lives, health authorities have indicated that even as cases rise, they'll try to limit restrictions. But that subtle shift in approach comes as authorities confirm there are multiple active transmission chains of the Omicron variant. Room for flexibility has been won by Taiwan's relatively high vaccination rate. First dose coverage currently stands at just over 80% and second dose at 74%. Just under 20% have also received a booster shot. And on Thursday morning, more than 900,000 doses of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine arrived at Taiwan's main international airport. With the busiest time of year for domestic travel just days away, officials will be hoping the coming weeks don't lead to a more dramatic spike in cases. Asnaya Cho and James Chater for Taiwan Plus. On the eve of her inauguration, the incoming president of Honduras has said she hopes to continue diplomatic ties with Taiwan. President-elect Xiomara Castro finally met with Taiwan's Vice President William Lai in talks that she had initially postponed. The delay sparked media speculation about the strength of the relationship between the two countries. The Central American nation is one of Taiwan's 14 diplomatic allies. During her presidential campaign, Castro had said she would switch official recognition to China if she were elected. Her team later walked back the position. Lai is in Honduras to attend the inauguration. China's foreign minister has warned that Washington is, quote, playing with fire on the Taiwan issue. His comments came in a phone call with his U.S. counterpart. The talks with Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Wang Yi are one of the highest level exchanges since November's virtual summit between the presidents of the two countries. Wang said that during the summit, the U.S. president had told China's leader that Washington would not support Taiwanese independence.
The Chinese foreign minister said that the U.S. had not fundamentally changed its policies towards cross-strait relations since then. The two sides also discussed the potential for conflict between Russia and Ukraine, with Blinken stressing the importance of de-escalation and diplomacy. Police in central Taiwan's Zhanghua County have arrested three people and placed two more under house arrest for allegedly facilitating the abuse of foreign students at a local university. Earlier this month, a Ugandan student came forward accusing Zhengzhou University of Science and Technology of luring 14 overseas students with promises of scholarships and paid internships. The students say they were instead forced to pay hefty sums and work overnight shifts in blue-collar jobs. The school has denied any wrongdoing, insisting that it followed regulations for the recruitment of foreign students and work-study programs. As families in Taiwan stock up for their Lunar New Year banquets, one staple has become hard to find. There is a shortage of eggs in the country, and what few remain are selling out fast. Eric Gao finds out why. This Lunar New Year isn't off to a cracking start. Vendors, markets and restaurants are all complaining of a severe shortage of eggs. It's the same story at the markets. Eggs are completely out of stock. Even if more are delivered, they disappear fast. The shortage has led to a price increase, and the government's Council of Agriculture has stepped in to stop them from climbing any further. The price controls will be in place at least through the end of the holiday period. The council says the shortage is due to recent cold weather, as lower temperatures can cause chickens to stop laying eggs. But egg farmers are blaming rising operating costs. The council is working with farmers to increase supply, but the quantities probably won't return to normal until the end of February. At least this didn't happen in the year of the chicken. Bill Kong and Eric Gao for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan's President Tsai Ing-wen on Tuesday posthumously promoted an F-16V pilot killed during a training exercise earlier this month. Captain Chen Yi was promoted to the rank of major, effective January 11th. That's the day the fighter jet he was piloting crashed into the sea after taking off from Jiayi Air Base in southern Taiwan. Siraya is a language that was once spoken in the south and west of Taiwan, but it died out more than a century ago. Now a love story between a Taiwanese woman and a Filipino man has brought this indigenous language back to life. Louise Watt has this report from Tainan. song in a language that died out more than 100 years ago. But this husband and wife have brought Saraya back to life. Uma is a Saraya, an indigenous group that used to live on the plains in western Taiwan. For years, Uma had been researching her heritage. One day, a professor friend sent her a copy of a Saraya language Bible. 
when her Filipino husband Edgar picked it up, he was stunned. It's like Eureka. Eureka means you discover something very special. When I look at the, the language itself, it looks very familiar, very similar to my language. Edgar's mother tongue is Bisaya. Like Taiwan's indigenous languages, it's part of the Austronesian language family, which extends through Southeast Asia to islands in the Central and South Pacific. Edgar could read the 17th century Saraya Gospel. There are quite a lot of vocabularies that is really, yeah, it's just like a uh, very match. Yeah. When the Dutch landed on present-day Tainan in the 1600s, the Saraya outnumbered Han Chinese. Dutch missionaries wanted to spread Christianity, so they lived here among the Saraya, learned their language, and developed a Romanized writing system for it. These texts outlived the spoken language, which disappeared around 120 to 150 years ago, after more and more Chinese emigrated to Taiwan and mixed with Saraya. But no one knew how it might sound, until Edgar picked up the Bible that day. On one side is Dutch, and the other Saraya. They started with songs. Edgar, a professional composer, turned simple Saraya words and phrases into music. The couple worked with linguists and trained teachers. And now the language is taught in more than 20 schools in Tainan. In this school, all the pupils learn it for two hours a week. As well as learning grammar and singing songs, teachers take the children on walks around Old Saraya land and introduce them to the former place names. But Uma and Edgar say revitalizing the language starts in the home. They've taught their three children Saraya. They use it in their daily life. When we see the uh, butterfly or uh, bird, we will say, oh, atata halibangbang or anata ayam. And just use some simple sentence to express our feeling. The couple hope reviving the language will help get the indigenous group official recognition from Taiwan's government. The language would still be long forgotten if Uma and Edgar hadn't fallen in love and married. We found this uh, old document and we wanted to uh, bring it back to life. Yeah. So if we did not meet each other, then perhaps heaven would create maybe another couple that would, you know, have done that. But we're not sure. There's no telling, right? Composer Edgar and lyricist Uma now make music together in a language that is both old and new while helping to rediscover a people's lost identity.
Louise Watt for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan's women's football team is one game away from qualifying for its first World Cup competition in over 30 years. The squad scored an emphatic win over Iran earlier this week in the Women's Asian Cup. Ken Ning has the story. Early nerves were settled when Taiwan's captain, Lai Liqing, scored just four minutes into the make-or-break clash with Iran. Lai added a second goal in the 31st minute, aiming for her teammate at the back post, her cross instead squeezed into the net off the upright. Chen Yanping then made it three before halftime, capping off a dominant first half display from Taiwan's team, playing under the name Chinese Taipei. Any hopes of a comeback from Iran were ended with a penalty for Taiwan in the 65th minute. Lai stepped up and drilled home to complete her hat-trick. Wang Xianghui added a fifth to round out the scoring. Lai said the team had made some tactical changes following their opening group game lost to China. The huge win was in fact Taiwan's first in a Women's Asian Cup in 19 years. Taiwan finishes as runners-up of Group A behind China in first. Their progress has been held by the withdrawal of the host nation, India, who were also in Taiwan's group. The team now face a quarter-final, most likely against the Philippines. Win that and they will have secured a place at the 2023 FIFA World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. Taiwan's first appearance on that stage since 1991. James Rayner and Ken Ning for Taiwan Plus. Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Betty Chen. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.